From WGMU and the Department of English at George Mason University, this is Mason Out Loud, featuring the best writing and research from George Mason's creative community. I'm your host, Deborah Latanzi Shudica. Today's episode features the work of Jet Watson. A native of Amarillo, Texas, Jet graduated from the United States Naval Academy in May 2016 and was commissioned as an ensign. He's part of a group of 19 students from the academy who finished their undergraduate coursework a semester early and are currently pursuing MA degrees at various institutions in the D.C. area. Jed is a student in Mason's English Literature Graduate Program, where he is taking courses in creative writing. The short story he reads today was a product of one of those classes. Jet will graduate with an M.A. from Mason in December, then he'll join the Literal Combat Ship Crew 201 in San Diego, California, as a surface warfare officer. Here is Jet Watson reading his short story, The Admiral. My name is Jet Utah Watson. I'll be reading a story I wrote called The Admiral. I want to tell you a story. Listen to me. I want to tell you a story that will help you. Listen to me, so I do not have to tell it twice. This story might be an allegory. Perhaps it is a metaphor. It is a very important story. I want it to educate you. It is going to inform you about a man, your grandfather. You do not remember him, but I hope this story will teach you a great deal about him. If you can, you will apply this knowledge elsewhere. At the very least, I want you to listen to me, and I want to tell you a story about your grandfather, the Admiral. Your grandfather loved the Navy. He spent almost as many years on ships at sea as he did with my mother, your grandmother. I will not tell you about those decades your grandfather spent encased in steel and reeking of petroleum. I will not tell you about foreign tongues and strange lands, nor will I speak of the affairs of powerful, angry men and those few powerful, angrier women. Those stories I do not know, because they are not mine to tell. I will tell you about my father, the Admiral, your grandfather, who was an unsettled man when this story took place. My story might show you something about life. At the start of this story, the Admiral was sitting on his porch. He sat in a nice chair in comfortable summer clothes, on the porch of his pleasant home, from which he had an enchanting view of the sea. I was watching him from the beach. You were pretty small, still a baby. Your grandfather had just retired after his many years at sea, and I thought he seemed discomfited around the house. While I watched, he sat in his chair, wearing his clothes, facing that green sea, shaded from the strong sun by the second floor of his home. He wasn't enjoying his view. I think his eyes were closed. Your grandfather was not a bad man. I want you to know this. I don't think he was. He did thrive in a system of power and hurt many people. 
There were times he found it exciting, killing others, even though he only saw them up close two times ever. The Admiral was used to the seas parting at the wave of his hand, helicopters and airplanes leaping at the sound of his voice. In his home, on land, my mother had always had more control, getting frustrated at his tendency to disrupt her lifestyle. Perhaps the sea felt more like his home, I, I do not know, because he never told me. On that day, as he sat on his porch, and as I watched him from the beach, I thought, perhaps he is enjoying the nap of an elderly man. The sun was hot, but he was sitting in the shade, and I was fairly certain his eyes were closed. The Admiral looked almost fragile in his cargo shorts and linen shirt, like a superhero doll without its costume. He had grown a mustache at the behest of my mother, his wife, as a sort of signpost declaring his final separation from those sailors whose clean faces shone like the ship's brass bells. It bothered him greatly, that mustache, always drawing in crumbs and perpetually tickling his extended nose. While I watched him, and while the ocean brushed my heels, he furiously scratched at the mustache and sneezed. He looked in our direction. Yes, you were with me in a special swimming diaper and a sun hat that drooped almost to your shoulders. This story also belongs to you, which is why I am sharing it. You were sitting on a towel, playing with some toys at the very edge of the surf. Sometimes you swung rubber boats and plastic shovels around. Sometimes you stared at me and laughed. And sometimes you sat and focused on your own body's existence. I was very jealous of your moments of focus when you were so young. I still am. The Admiral stood up and started stepping toward us. He always possessed a slow, hunched stroll when he was home, like he was trying to figure out how not to sway, with an arrogance that seemed like a corrupted confidence. At that time, he seemed like he was able to stand up too easily so he compensated with a small limp in his right leg and a larger hunch in his shoulders. He no longer felt the weight of authority on his shoulders, you see. This is a very important point. It wasn't a far walk. A step down from the porch, a few feet of scraggly grass and weeds, a few stone stairs, and then maybe 20 feet of beach to where you and I were. I felt then like I could almost jump right onto the porch. Your grandfather seemed so old while he was walking toward us. Rather than a man in his fifties, one who had performed physical labor his entire life at the mercies of sun and sea and weather and human cruelty, he looked like so many other sickly elders we've both seen. While he walked, he stared at the sea. He had only been retired for a couple of weeks. I was visiting to celebrate his retirement and also to enlist your grandparents' aid with you while your mother was away for an extended time. This is why you and I were both there. The Admiral came down the stone steps and onto the sand, eventually, and I noticed how gnarly and squeezed his feet were 
misshapen from spending so many years crammed into sea boots. On the beach, even in the summer, the sand was not especially hot. He still quickened his step, emphasizing the slight limp. He came down and stopped just to the right of me, turning his head my way but keeping his eyes on the white caps the sea breeze turned up farther out. We stood there, together, for a moment. The Admiral, your grandfather, faced the sea, while I faced you in your play space. You held a little boat in each hand, one rubber, one plastic. The Admiral turned, noticing this, and smiled. I had not seen him smile in weeks, it seemed, and it frightened me. His smile looked like that of a dull-eyed survivor of some cataclysm. It never lingered longer than necessary, only flashing out for a moment before returning to its hiding spot, where it contemplated the forces capable of destroying it. Before he finished smiling, your grandfather asked you, What are you playing? I answered for you, since you were so young, saying a little too loudly that you must be playing at being an admiral. This almost made him laugh, or else it almost made him cry. That smile departed, but he kept staring at you. You were crashing the two boats together. You swung them through the air and squeaked out your infant cries of joy, all with the ferocious concentration of a human being entirely certain of the import of their task. You dropped the boats on the towel and stared at them, and then seemed to forget all about them and licked the salty water from your hand. I heard your grandfather's tears as they dove from his mustache into the ocean that now nuzzled our lower calves. Do you understand this story I've told you? I wanted you to listen to this story. Did you listen? We had a chance to sit down with Jet and talk about his writing process. I wrote this story as an assignment, actually, for a creative writing class here at Mason. At first, I wanted to play with this image I had of an old man sitting on a lawn chair in sort of summer clothes, looks kind of retired. You'd think he'd be happy, but he wasn't. And I wanted to wonder why he wasn't happy and how that might affect the people around him. That kind of took a few turns after that. Um, the old man became an admiral in the Navy. The person telling the story was his son, and he was actually telling it to his son, the grandson of the admiral. I sort of composed this story more than I wrote it. I actually spoke the entire thing out loud because part of the class was to compose these stories sentence by sentence instead of with these overarching plot lines or anything. It was a lot of fun. Mason Out Loud, the podcast, is made possible by the Department of English at George Mason University. Michael Hawk is our producer and engineer. Music by Sean Pfluger. You can find us at english.gmu.edu. Mason English. Write your future.